What's going on? It's the Film Drunk Broadcast coming to you live from a quarantine. Bo, 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 lum together <laughs> right now. COVID 19. Oh, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Uh, that's it's, the irregular, regular Mr. Matt Lee. Yeah, what's up, everyone? How you guys doing? And you know what? You may be surprised to hear this, but I. And I don't care if you judge me for it. And currently in the quarantine zone in an undisclosed location with Vince Mancini right. right now. Yeah, we I, are literally quarantined together. I'm right next to him. And uh, you might be wondering to yourself, Matt, why would you do such a stupid thing? And the answer is, I want old people to die. <laughs> How dare you? That's the answer to it. I don't want my parents to die. Yeah, no. None of the good olds. No, none of the good olds. But I do want... Um, Dude, I want the rest to die. <laughs> <laughs> I have the, they're number one and two in my death pool. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, I mean, but if I was making a, de- a death pool, I mean, I would put my dad at the top of the list because my dad, he's he is exactly the age that's the problem. Like he is uh, seventy six years old. And he has lung problems. Yeah. My yeah. dad's a 74-year-old smoker, so... Yeah, so uh, my dad, he went into... Well, dude, I can, I can trump I can trump both of those yeah. because my mom is 75 mm-hmm. and she just had heart surgery Damn. and she's been in the hospital uh, five times in the last six months because she's had fluid in her lungs. Damn. Oh, shit, so Damn. I hate to shit. fucking... Dunk on y'all. Hey, hey, Joe, Joe, was it cum? <laughs> what kind of fluid was it? What? What kind of fluid did Why you have? Why would it be cum? <laughs> that makes no sense. How would my mom get cum in her? What the fuck are you talking about, dude? I mean, it's possible, dude. You never know. You know, like what? Dude, I'm positive. All right, I'm positive. You're positive. It's not it cum. Not cum. Well, what I mean, other I can fluid? Ask could it be? the doctor if you guys really want to know i don't i just don't know what other fluid it could be dude that's all i'm saying yeah hey so what if i was like in there worried like to the doctor like fucker you think this is cum my mom oh so like you... she's just breathing it she's just doing something wrong and it's getting in there mm-hmm. and are you walking around? I feel like you gotta stay in one Coating place. Coating her al- alveoli. <laughs> oh, Sit down. You're, I always pace, you're, bro. You're pacing. It, it's like this I'm, is how I get my steps. This is how I get my steps in during a fucking quarantine, bro. All yeah. right, all right. It I is, just I have to stay busy. It's an interesting time for like uh, hey, iPhone hey, stats. Can right I now? show you guys something though? Yeah, go ahead. Since dude. we're on a video chat, I want to show you guys so that I. I work at a restaurant, right? Uh-huh. So the lighting like, changed out of for, for those of you panic. who are. Oh, by the way, I'm at my, I'm at my in-laws' house. Why is it? Why are you in a purple room? It's is, oh, is, is gro- he's growing a bunch of marijuana here. Yeah, so that's a marijuana. But I went to a restaurant. I used um, the 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 restaurant I work at. I went to Restaurant Depot and I told them I was there for like shopping for the restaurant, which you're not supposed to do. But then. Look what I got, dude. Brown rice, a big, dude. A big bag of black rice. Black beans. Mm. I have a, a, I have enough pancake mix, black beans, and brown rice. 
the Skype connection is so fucked yeah, up. Yeah, right maybe now, we dude. should stop videoing. We should stop yeah. videoing because I feel like it's all jacked. I just up. want to share. No, uh, the, no, we those, liked it. They all looked good. They they looked really. I good. I just wear the the grow room <laughs> is like not zoned for podcasting, and it's making the and it's making your connection slow. But, yeah, I think I think the lights are giving off some weird shit. Well, I don't think it's the lights, but it could be. Let's just say uh, it might. It was the lights and just yeah. You, you got a nice bed. Why don't All right, you, hold on, hold on. We know, but like, let's pot in bed. No, no. Let's talk about your quarantine stories, because Joe, you were in L.A. and you escaped to Oregon. Yeah, you le- You are currently in Oregon right now. So I, yeah. So I, I was in an. I have a one bedroom apartment in Culver City. Mm-hmm. There's like. 400 people that live on top of me and I would just like walk outside and there would be like an Indian family and the two kids were sniffling and then I'd walk like (laughs) further and there'd be like some fucking bro like bringing in like two chicks with fucking vodka and then I'd get in my car and then I drive down the street and there's like 800 people out and they're not doing anything there. There's with no reason. I'd see people like at frozen yogurt shops and shit. I just, and I was just like, I fucking hate this place. None of these people. I mean, all of those things uh, to the very strict rules. Yeah. I mean, whether or not there was rules, uh, just being in Culver city, uh, in a time of mass panic and, (laughs) and watching people not panic has to be infuriating. I mean, yes, exactly. Yeah. And, and, but then, but simultaneously there was people panicking, but they were all inside, but they had taken all the groceries. And then also there's a gun shop by my house uh-huh. and there was a line down the block, like down the block <laughs> around the corner. It must be like, I have a picture. It's like 300 people waiting to buy a fucking gun. And I was just Jesus like, Jesus Christ, let's get out. And there, and there had been sirens going off for like the last two days. Like, I swear to God, I wasn't imagining that I was hearing more shit yeah, no, than, same, than normal. And I just was like, I got to get out. Same same thing with where I was at. I stayed, uh, so I went up to San Francisco on Thursday, but I stayed uh, at my friend Max and Lauren's house in San Bruno uh, for uh, the first couple of days. And everything was like closed or, you know, people actually did adhere to like the quarantine. Yeah. Except for there was a fucking line at the gun store. <laughs> Apparently across America, people are convinced you can kill COVID-19 with a gun. And no, I'm, I think they're trying to shoot people that stole their it, toilet paper. Yeah, it's obviously, you know, people right. are like, I got to be prepared for the coming uh, yeah. toilet paper shortage. That is such a weird move, by the way. Like of all the things that I would have thought to buy, like in the middle of a pandemic, uh, everybody was like, oh, dude, I need like a truckload full of toilet paper right now. I, yeah, and he's I like, can't. What? I, I, uh, you're, I you're at home. You could just jump in the shower. And, and like, I've heard people, you know, make jokes about like how uh, they're, oh, they think it's a snowstorm, but it doesn't explain why people in fucking Los Angeles are doing this. Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand. I well, don't, I under- think, people who don't have yeah. to deal with snow, like people like I get me. it if you're like a refugee and you've had to like flee war-torn Syria or yeah, something. And you're, you're like, like uh, step and one. you're on the run and yeah. you're like, man, I really wish I could wipe my asshole right step now. Step one but- toilet paper, but it is so confusing watching people uh buying up toilet paper as if it's like going to like there's going to be a national shortage of it yeah i don't know it's weird like Dude, it's- it was like at, at the at the bonds by my store i, I remember it was like toilet paper, paper towels any type of like isopropyl alcohol product yeah. and then box 
boxes of puzzles. That was like the first thing. Wait, that boxes just of what? Like Joe, weird. Joe, turn off your video. Maybe that'll help your connection. Okay, okay. You said boxes of hey, what? Can, can you guys hear me better now? Yeah, yeah. Maybe we, if I... I mean, we, we, we hear you just fine. Are you still there though? See, now we're gonna have to. Now we're gonna worry that he's gone. That's true. Joe. Yeah. Okay. Now you can hear me. Yeah. Yeah. So you said I'm, uh, I'm just standing. I'm standing still in a one specific spot. Okay, it's a good spot. You said toilet paper, paper towels, isopropyl alcohol, and boxes of pasta. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I get the food. The food I yeah, get. Like rice, like, flour, non-perishable things that go a long way. That yeah, I, I want to be somewhere. Uh, I want to have enough food stocked up so that in case we, you know, go into like martial law and we're not allowed outside the house or something or everyone gets COVID and turns into fucking World War Z out there. I want to make sure that I have um, all the food items necessary. But the toilet paper thing to me is just like you could still amazon that shit yeah no you can't no it's like no it's like seven dollars a roll on amazon oh wait wait no they're sold out on amazon they're sold out on amazon yeah that's the first thing that people did when they couldn't find it in the stores was go on amazon and so people started reselling it and up uh, upselling toilet paper i think they just sold it they bought it they bought they bought it up just like they did in the store it's not like the damn dude people are such trash like you really can't underestimate the trashness of human beings and and I yeah I literally think what happened is like especially in a place like L A that's so population dense if 05 percent of people all of a sudden decide they need all the toilet paper then everybody else has to start hoarding toilet paper yeah. because it's just like and then it goes out on social media and now all of a sudden in Oregon they're running out of toilet paper because they think everybody's stealing toilet paper do you get what i'm saying it's yeah like, no it's, it's just, like i think it's, it's like, like a run on the banks except with toilet paper like yeah, we it, need a yeah fditp yeah totally i mean it makes <laughs> sense i just don't what doesn't make sense is the choice the toilet paper hey, choice let's is take a, weird a second choice. to just really appreciate what vince did right there because i thought it was good oh thank you it that's was, so sweet it was good I, mean, I thought it was worthy of talking it was quick over. it was fast <laughs> yeah um you know what else is a yeah? So I mean, it's a shame that like all this is happening on on St. Patrick's Day too. Oh, oh. No, no, you can't go and fight your dog. Your dog might get sick if you fight your dog. Jesus doesn't <laughs> like it when you stay inside to avoid COVID nineteen, and yet you can't fight your fucking dog. You're gonna have to call your dog cunt on Skype. You're going to have to FaceTime your cunt to a father and say, "Hey, dog, you're a piece of shit. Why are you being such a piece of shit?" <laughs> Buying up all the toilet paper. Jesus doesn't like it when you Jesus hoard the toilet paper. Jesus when you buy the toilet paper and you don't fight your dog. <laughs> it is kind of wild. Um, go to your dog's house and, and, fi- and cover it in toilet paper. You better go there and breathe on that motherfucker. Because he's going to die one way or another. Either going to fight your dog or you're going to let the virus do it for you. Anyways, gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, so, uh, I was, I've been in San Francisco. Um, in positive news. Oh, what's up? I was just going to say in positive news yesterday, uh, my aunt thought she won like a million dollars at the Vons Monopoly and was going like bat shit, ape shit, crazy on Facebook. And then, and then realized, so there's like 15 
posts where she thought she won. Oh, my And then, God. like, another six where oh, no. slowly realized she wasn't winning. And it was just very entertaining. It was, like, every 45 minutes for, like, six hours, I just completely forgot it. there was COVID and just watched my aunt <laughs> fucking lose her mind. I feel like great. at least 65% of my friends have one weird aunt on Facebook who's mm-hmm. just, like, the Facebook aunt. Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. I don't, um, but that's because all of my uh, aunts and uncles are old as shit. Yeah, um, and the for and for some reason they've all kind of across the board avoided uh, social media, so, which is good. So Matt, you were in San Francisco right as it was getting. So yeah. first of all, they were still trying to shoot Star Wars show. Yeah, content, so here's the thing, which was everyone. Great. Here's the thing. Um, <laughs> uh, when it comes to content like content greater than coronavirus that's that that is how i choose to live my life so uh, we had this shoot lined up for like a few weeks and um as covid got worse and worse i was just like oh i just hope they don't cancel this shoot because i need the money (laughs) and uh yeah yeah and so then they um they hit me up and they're like you know everything's kind of getting closed down and whatnot and you know so just want to see where you're at and i'm like i am still down to make the videos (laughs) and then they were like all right (laughs) and so as i got there on monday to shoot uh yesterday they were like so um this was supposed to be a two-day shoot but um uh apparently gavin newsom just uh placed some massive rules and like uh, whoever i guess a shelter in place order i guess yeah so everyone in san francisco is basically told uh you are not allowed to go outside your house start uh, starting at midnight uh last night and so we had to shoot everything in one day and uh yeah it was very funny going to lucasfilm and being like it, it was like a complete ghost town um and yet i felt like listen dude Right now is prime piggy time. All yeah. of the piggies are oh, lined yeah. up at the trough. They have no they have no other choice but to be right in front of their phones or the computers. And I'm like, we gotta pump out this content. Yeah, dude. dude this is like morning for podcasts. <laughs> it is it is time. And and here's a, a, an announcement I'd like to make that I have not run by you at all, Vince. But I'm <laughs> that's just, how we usually make that's most how I usually make announcements. Broadcast announcement. Um we're gonna be doing this podcast more <laughs> okay that's very important yeah that's some big news yeah it's it's like i'm not talking about like just once a week or twice a week i'm talking about at most three times a week <laughs> but also like th- that is one of the exciting things about um like a quarantine is like like joe did you have some comedy shows canceled because all of my fucking comedy shows got canceled yeah, I mean, they were just like instantly, just like bye bye, and it, it was yeah. it was actually funny to me how long people thought they might still go, and you're like, dude, this is not what like, what the fuck are you talking? They're like, we'll see if it gets better. And you're like, by tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, I know. There, there was I did hold out a little bit hope, uh, a little bit of hope that like somehow the narrative would shift not that covid would somehow be cured but like man i hope this media narrative shifts and everyone just chills out so i could do my dresden show on monday <laughs> but it was yeah. like everyone was just succumbing to pressure and i i, I hey, gotta say i, I gotta had to, say i had to cancel a bachelor party god damn it yeah see th- i understand canceling a bachelor party is stopping people from like flying you know i understand that fingers crossed we can still have a fucking wedding but i had like two shows canceled 
that I was like, bruh, they were gonna be empty. Yeah, yeah. They were yeah. gonna be empty. And when so, has that stopped you before, though? It's never stopped me from showing up. <laughs> and I feel like it shouldn't stop the comedians from showing up either. But, um, so what the nice thing about the fact that everything is being canceled is that, like, now you can really just focus on what's important. You know, uh, number one, your health. Number two, making content. Yeah, maintaining your Instagram brand. Yeah, and uh, um, I'm curious. Starting what... a TikTok. I'm yeah, gonna. Yeah. You know what? I'm starting a fucking TikTok, dude. It's time to start TikToks. Oh, interesting. I am. I like cu- that. I'm yeah, curious. start a TikTok. I feel like this is gonna be. We're gonna see some increasingly unhinged comedian Instagram posts. Oh my god, it's already every happening. comic is already like a, a quasi psychotic uh, shut in, <laughs> like living in their own Instagram fame bubble. Yeah, and now like yeah. if, if you take out the ability to interact with the rest of society from that, yeah, holy shit, what is gonna happen? The funniest thing about it is the amount of comics uh, doing like these uh, Instagram videos, these like COVID quarantine videos, yeah, pretending that their life wasn't already this like (laughs) like like everyone's like man that's crazy that we have to stay inside and make these videos all day i was like motherfucker that is what you live for let's not pretend (laughs) here yeah Yeah, that's all they do like that's all i do all listen i stay at home i watch uh reaction videos on youtube you're a stay-at-home cat dad i'm a stay-at-home cat dad and then i go out at night to do stand-up like that's i mean most of that is because i'm in between jobs but <laughs> like i'm just saying that like half these comedians are pretending like this wasn't their oh, life man already. you got that pay you got that severance uh that severance pay Mirini, just at the right time i know you? i was thinking that too but i was also thinking to myself man i bet everyone at vindabone is working from home right now just collecting that paycheck oh yeah and you know so part of me was like hey, fuck dude but pour then one I out for joe is all your work just dried up because you're no one's shooting and yeah yeah, I'm fucking out of work, dude. I don't have a job. That's pretty sweet, dude. Hey, Matt, are you going to stay sober? Yeah. Are you going to stay sober? <laughs> yeah, I was planning on it. You know, I mean, that, that was the thing. I had thought to myself, like, man, you know, the cool thing about, like, end times is like fuck it i just do all the drugs do you get like an end time uh yeah yeah grace everyone period? everyone in uh the 12th the, there's actually an extra step there's a 13th step that <laughs> oh, says shit. like if uh, it's a stipulation that says if there is in end times uh party until your dick falls off <laughs> and uh yeah no. go rob a pharmacy yeah go rob a pharmacy get the delotted the, here's the worst part about this virus uh in particular as it uh applies to my own personal drug yeah. of choice is that if i were hospitalized with this uh with covid19 i would not be getting opiates because it 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 like uh, what do you call it it's like a respiratory suppressant right like that's usually how when you OD, that's how you die. Your heart rate slows right, down right, yeah. and your breathing stops. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can't be on opiates and be, you know, trying to fight. Uh, yeah. uh, it sucks. You, you know, just got to fucking slowly suffocate with no drugs. To help. Yeah, I know. Uh, that's but, like the, yeah. but Matt, What's I, up? I have a friend whose mom got it in Seattle. Yeah. And she get she got a uh, codeine with cough syrup that promethazine. Oh, that's cool. So, I never thought so about that. So that's some good stuff. That's interesting. That's interesting. I never thought about that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah it, it, honestly, you know, like if the end times were something like I wish 
that COVID-19 was like one of them like zombie movies type things where it's like it's not something that just makes you cough and, and go to the hospital, but it's something that makes you angry and start eating people. Because <laughs> then like then I then I would buy a gun. The rage. I would yeah, the yeah. rage, like twenty eight days later. Like that would be this shit. But it's never something cool. It's always some it's always some slow alone death. And that's the worst. Yeah. This is such a mild end times that you're like, oh, I don't know what to, how crazy to do. I don't get to go full crazy. I know. I know. It's just the, the cool thing is. Because is, pull, pull, pull out of it. I mean, you know, watching, watching people panic is fun. Going on Twitter and seeing people yeah. be worse version, Like people already worse versions. We were already of like a half step from this, from the entire like Trump era. Exactly. But now yeah. like everyone is just becoming unhinged. And I'm, I'm very much so enjoying that. I'm very much so enjoying the stock market crashing. That is, I got to yeah. say, that's my yeah. favorite part. I'm waiting till part. it fucks my ass, but. No, yeah, that's a, the, the problem is, is we all know. And I know you guys. Yeah. I know you guys. And I know like if it got bad enough. You guys would commit felony rape, but like right now, it's more of like a misdemeanor rape vibe. What the fuck is wrong? What's is, wrong with is, you? Is that a thing, misdemeanor rape? Is I that, don't know. That, first of all, no. just a really light, just like we get, you get off with a ticket. Unbelievable. I would yeah, you get a slap on the wrist. I would not commit. I want to put on the record, I would not commit any rape um, at all. So, yeah. Oh, that's weird. I think. I just got that vibe. Yeah, I guess it's a I weird was. vibe. <laughs> no, I would look for end times consensual sex. Thank yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, is totally. that is true. Um, <laughs> do you guys do you guys want to talk about other content? Because there was some stuff to talk about. I mean, what have you been? But what have you guys been doing at home? I wanna I wanna get more into oh, this COVID. Do you thing. guys oh, do you cooking? guys watch Ninety Day Fiance? Yeah, oh my oh, god, I haven't started. I just started. Wa- that's so weird. Yeah. I, at, at Max and Lauren's house, they were watching it. And I got sucked into it. Yeah, there's too many iterations of it. And I can't figure out which one to watch. No, 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 no. It's dude. It's so good. Okay, here's what it is. Imagine <laughs> the biggest cuck dork fucking idiots you've ever seen, mm-hmm. and some fucking twelve like on a one to ten, a twelve Brazilian, like the hottest fucking girl you've ever seen. Yep. She, she gets him on the line to like bring her over and get engaged and they get engaged. And then it's like them not like knowing how to fuck the girl and all this. It's pretty great. There's one where this guy, he's an absolute. Do they show the dongs not going in? No, they don't show. Yeah. But this dude, this dude, he's a Mormon caca. Like he's just not even like a full human. He's just caca person. Uh And he's dating literally the hottest. Like the girl looks like a Victoria's secret model. Yeah. And in order for him to not fuck her, he has his friend come stay. But then what, but so anyways, then the other versions are like, there's this one that's like before 90 days. And that's just people that have been chatting online. And then they go overseas to meet, these people in person yeah right but they're like f- fucking dorks from north dakota uh-huh. and then they're going to try to marry some chick in some like kenyan village yeah, small yeah. kenyan village like and they go there and they just like offend everybody because they come out with like goat meat and they're like i don't want to fucking eat this and everybody's <laughs> like we fucking saved up for six months to fucking get this goat to serve to you you fucking american no it's pretty I, good i dude. love the uh the, the there's like a middle-aged white woman who meets like a Nigerian guy online? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's like Michael and oh, uh, I saw that one. I saw Angela. part of that one. Michael, 
Michael and Angela. And yeah. his friends. They're in a lot of it. Or his friends are like, you know, she seems pretty old. And he's like, you know, yeah. like, I don't care. You know, um, I no. think beauty's on the inside. She is my friend beauty in the is, diamond business. Yeah, beauty is on the inside. Dude, there's this one, <laughs> well, there's this one guy. <laughs> There's this one guy from like Tunisia and he there's this like super fat fucking like white trash chick that like <laughs> goes over to Tunisia to hook up with him and he sees him and then they're doing like the interview like you know the confessional interview and he's like uh, for me her body is acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is acceptable. Like it's just like uh, it will be okay. It, it is interesting. But, yeah, I have a low bar funny. for a woman's body. <laughs> as long as a and woman's body has at least two holes for me to put my penis, <laughs> then yeah. it will be okay. No, nobody in Tunisia talks like this. <laughs> we're just, we're we're just, just assuming doing, it's all about. We're just Africa. doing a bunch of Jaiman Hansu. We're just doing Jaiman Hansu. Um, Digimon Hansu, sorry. Yeah, Digimon. Uh, Digi well, th then there's this whole aspect too with like some of these people literally the other person doesn't speak English. Yeah. So the entire season is they're communicating through Google Translate. They're oh, just yeah. passing the phone back and forth. That's like a common thing. I mean, I've it's just great. been, I've been watching mostly, I guess, snippets of it. Like I, you know, I watched like 30 minutes of one episode, 30 minutes of another episode. What I, I've really enjoyed is this uh, four foot 11 American white dude um, who's shaped like a thumb. Dude, I know that guy, bro. He was at, you met at him? my sister's wedding. Shut the fuck he up. He was at my sister's wedding, dude. Oh, this and dude. And he washes his hair with mayonnaise. What? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, he fucking washes his hair with mayonnaise because he dyes it black. And he's dyed it so long that it gets so fucking dried out that he r rubs mayonnaise That's in his hair. Fucking... So they show him just like oh. bait, like rubbing mayonnaise. Best food, fucking mayonnaise in his head. Well, so he um, <clears throat> he met like a, a girl. By the way, I don't have COVID. My voice just sounds like yeah, this. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, what what do you call it? Uh, he's into this Filipino uh, woman who. Um, is like talking to her sister and washing their like clothes in a bucket and being like, I just want a better life for me and my son. And, uh, yeah. and you know, beauty's on the inside. It's like the refrain of anyone who is on the show, who was trying to get married for a green card is, uh, beauty is on the inside. And it's really amazing it's to, in, to watch that. It's in the inside of their passport. It's well, it's amazing to watch their Cause I do believe, you know, beauty is on the inside in mm, some aspects yeah. of it, yeah, but it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's funny inside to watch. Pussy. It's, <laughs> uh, it's funny to watch the, them realize that like, uh, outer ugly and, inner ugly they're kind of like like it happens <laughs> a lot yeah. it's like oh it's interesting that the outer ugly and the inner ugly are matching up so <laughs> yeah so uh you know sleekly here so uh it is it's been it's a it's an interesting show but yes that has been part of my um coronavirus viewing i also well, I watched all three matrix yeah. movies did you guys what'd you think about it because i rewatched the first one recently and it was fucking i thought it was garbage Rewatching oh, it. I rewatched the first Matrix movie and I remembered how much this movie fucking ruled and I changed that my life. I watched a bunch of times in college and I, it's a great movie, but there is that one scene where like 
her love brings him back from the dead. That scene sucked, but I feel like the rest of the movie's good. You mean at the very end? Yeah, towards the end. Yeah, that uh, happens throughout the movie, uh, throughout the trilogy. Like Her part, love bringing him part, back? No, part two well, is his love brings her well, back. Well, the part two and three are terrible, just in general. So, okay, so I rewatched it. Yeah. Part one is incredible and mind-blowing. Part two is not as good but i i have to admit like part of the reason that i like part two is i just like the world building i thought it was a lot of fun i'm just i'm still pissed that the merovingians were not armenian like once again i know i know we got, once I again we was, get erased that was the first thing i thought i was like it's weird that they made the merovingian a frenchman yeah and, uh, not even know harry forearms or and nothing. yeah and not make him like a glendale used car dealer <laughs> yeah bro <laughs> bro what do you want key maker for fuck you <laughs> no key makers for me now I'm going to fuck this woman's pussy. And yes, my wife will be mad, but fuck her too. That's uh, You sound a lot like uh, you're Russian. What? No. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Got to go. Oh, oh, he's taking off. Oh, his, his Mercedes is pulling out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyways, uh, Matrix movies are good. And uh, can I tell you just, I don't want to get canceled. What? How? You know, we don't even know what you're going to get canceled I, for. What are you so, telling us? I, I want to say this starting off. Um, I thought that when I heard the Shane Gillis podcast where he was doing a bunch of racist accents, um, especially like Chinese accents and saying like racial slurs, I was like, yeah, that's fucked up. You shouldn't do that. Well, his were hack. I think that was because they, the they were hack. But I, re- I think comedy is a good barometer for offensiveness. I if you're like, oh, that's hack, then it's then it's more but, offensive. Like if it's funny, you're like, oh, I could see why he couldn't resist that. But very recently, um, Having said that, I can't stop myself from saying um, Peter Dinklage's name with a Japanese accent. Mm-hmm. And it's just something I do now all the time. I just go, Peter Dinklage. I don't think accents in and of themselves are I don't offensive. think accents are necessarily offensive. Because accents are funny. It's any, any, any language. Any culture, any language. And go to China. Like half the TV is they get dumb Westerners to try and do Chinese stuff and they laugh at their silly accents. But it's really fun to just go, Peter Dinkurich. Yeah. Peter Dinkurich. Yeah. I mean, it's just has I mean, a sonorous my, quality to it. It has a what? One of my, it's sonorous. Uh, yeah. Pleasing to the ears. Yeah. Peter Dinkurich. It's oral pleasure. Try, it, like, if you do it, like, here's the thing. If you spend enough time alone in quarantine, you're gonna say some, you know, weird things with a bad accent. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I don't think you should be canceled for it. Um, I sh- I, you shouldn't do racial slurs, but try it. Just go, Peter Dinkurich. Yeah, that's yeah. something for everyone. My, my fiance works with a Chinese girl and or a bunch of Chinese girls, and they always say "sai for that," and we say that a lot. Yeah, "sai for that." You know, when I worked at McDonald's, sai for that. The, I think the first time I ever um, like noticed this, what is specifically different about a Chinese accent, I was working at McDonald's, and there was um, like a sixty-five-year-old uh, black customer who was like abusing me and he was just like he basically was like you know i know 60 percent of the population is retarded you're not retarded are you matthew damn and i was like no i'm not retarded because i i was getting his order wrong or something like that yeah. and then you know uh eventually my manager who's a chinese guy named jc he was like in his 50s or something like kicked him out and, and, and you know the guy eventually left and then he turned to me and he said no more black person and <laughs> 
I didn't know if he meant. <laughs> I didn't know if he meant like. Uh, no more him specifically. Right, like right, I'm done right. with this guy. And he he was naming that guy black. Person yeah, yeah. He didn't know his or name. If he was a plant. If, if to he all was black like, people. just so you know, from <laughs> this day henceforth, no more black people. But I just remember going like, we don't have to. Do, we're not, I'm not gonna put you through that. Yeah. Yeah, but he just said, no more black person, <laughs> and it was it was it was the first time I was like, that is a very sing songy language. You yeah, know, there's a lot yeah, of tones. Totally. It's tonal. I think that's why we like doing Irish because it's very sing-songy. Yeah, same yeah, with yeah. Italians. It's like when some Italian tells you how to say a word in Italian, and you like try and you try to overdo it. Like no matter how much you overdo it, they're just like, "Oh yes, yeah, so just like that." Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So this is how we talk. This is perfect. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so I mean, accents are fun, and uh, again, it's fun community. What, what I never, I never saw the clip. What was he doing? He was just doing like he was. They were he, doing like Chinese they were. They jokes. kept they kept saying uh, the c word racial slur for Chinese people, um, and and describing their food. Yeah, I mean, if you're what I got it. You, yeah, I, you can't say racial slurs and then also do the accent. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, the like, accent in a vacuum. Synergistic be... effect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like yeah, you've you've got the racial slurs and then you also have what I would consider you know the, a hack accent. You know, mm-hmm. doing like you Neuter. know Mickey. What is it, Mickey Rourke's like yeah. you know Chinese uh, characters and whatnot. You know, so but the, put those together plus you know SNL. Uh, I mean, if you did it knowingly and you're making fun of the idea of. Mickey Rooney humor like I kind of get that well but there's like, context for everything obviously yeah, but, but no, I remember when, you when combine I f- it with the c word you, no I remember when I first heard about the cancel and I was just like oh that sucks man because like you know podcasts you know people say some shit and then once you said a bunch of racial slurs and uh and uh, with the accent I was like yeah that'll that I, I mean just from regular jobs if your boss heard that they'd probably you know you'd at least have a talking to, yeah. you know? So, um, you know, not, that's not to say that I, you know, wish him, you know, ill will or anything like that. Yeah. But, yeah. So, so Joe, one thing that we never got to talk about yet, <clears throat> we sort of talked about this uh, offline, but um, uh, Corey Feldman, the premiere of Corey Feldman's uh, documentary. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. Corey Feldman's documentary. Is it something you Are mean? Are you pulling up the... Yeah. Is this a documentary that he himself made or someone so made he it made, about him? So he kickstarted this documentary about, uh, you know, his, like, allegations against, like, a, a bunch of people in Hollywood and, like, the people that he says abused him and Corey Haynes. Does, does he name names? Uh, so he names some names. Like, he named Charlie Sheen. Oh. Um, yeah, on. that's Let me right. find that I one. I heard about that. Uh, so, oh, this wasn't, Don't like... Don't you think <clears throat> it's weird that, like that like there's this there's this like constant conspiracy theories like floating around about powerful pedophiles and it makes me think i'm like are these is like something go hand in hand with like being successful and butt fucking children because these guys seem to really oh well did did you did you um, did you read the thing about i'm sure there's i'm sure there's unsuccessful pedophiles out there though 
Yeah. It's not like there's magic juice. Well, I think you reach a certain level of power only because, like, you were a sexual creep. Like, I, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, you become yeah. a billionaire necessarily, like, without having, like, some weird, uh, like, you want that power. Reason? It's like being a cult leader. Like, every cult eventually ends in fucking, like, too many people. And then right. fucking too many people eventually uh, leads into, like, fucking underage right, right, uh, right, people. Right. So I kind of think it's the same It's the same thing. Like, it, once you have, like, a certain uh, desire for power, that uh, generally tends and to also, turn you, into if, creep If you're the type sexuality. of person who is, like... I don't care about not only the law, but also like God's law, <laughs> like, right. like morality, where you're just like, I'm going to fuck kids. Yeah. Uh, like, well, then, I think that, I mean, when, you're the type of, that's, that's an ambitious person. I think you're pre-megalomaniac yes. if you want to get that, that kind of power. And then once you have it, like that's going to exacerbate your, right, right, right. your uh, megalomania. It, I mean, it would be interesting to see a study done um, with like, how many billionaires are also pedophiles? <laughs> right. And it's probably a it'd higher be, percentage. It'd also be interesting to see if, like, molesting children, people's mana is raised. <laughs> that their internal energy, oh, that they're sort of absorbing the youth. Yeah, like they get youthful, like the Countess of Bathory, like, but with butt yeah. juice. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, I, I, I always think it's weird when these guys get in trouble for, like, having they're not they're not like pedophile pedophiles they're just guys that are banging like 14 year old girls yeah it's, and I there's think a different name for it have you but... if you look at an 18 year old girl that that's legal that's still really fucking young like yeah. i look at an 18 year old girl that looks like a kid to me it looks like a <laughs> like child not, straight up looks like, like a child like shaving another four uh years off is not fucking you know it's just like it's just it's just weird to me. It's like, hey, you can do this. This seems like fine, and we're, this is legal. Yeah. Even though it's also, I think it's disgusting, but I, it's legal. Can I say why go crazy? That that's one of the things that annoys me about um, the. There's a critique of porn where they talk about how like porn stars are, um, you know, they all are, you know, made up to look like children, and. Personally, I don't know if you guys agree with this or not, but like uh, porn stars to me, just via the makeup and uh, everything, they look like adults to me. Porn. I've never looked at a porn star other than like uh, like sometimes there's weird Russian porn where they'll get a girl who looks specifically like a child, or they'll be like uh, what's her name, Piper Perry or something Mm -hmm. like that. People who are like petite and look like spinners. They call them spinners. Yeah, spinners, as as it's as it's called in the porn world. Um but like those are always like a specific type of porn star. Um and that's not to say that they're not popular, but I would say the majority of porn stars that I see look like adult women. Yeah, like who I, think, fuck. I think porn yeah, stars like 14 year olds and... like, I think I think porn thing. stars 14 year olds and and 25 year old women are all trying to look like 19 and so they all kind of right. they kind of it becomes a mush. They all kind of look similar. But they all look like they're in to. their 20s. That's the thing to me. They yeah. all they all look like they're in their 20s. Uh like like if you look, if you go to your local high school, hang around. <laughs> Okay. You know, go inside okay. of it, hang in the hallway, just kind Done. of chill and just look at the girls. Look at them for a while, <laughs> like a few hours, just kind of. And when people ask you, what are you doing there? Say like, oh, I'm just here to pick up my kid. And then, but, you know, because that way they, they'll they let you stay for longer. But just look at the girls. And then point go, to your dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean, I don't want this to be weird. But like, if you look at high school girls, they look like, they look like 
children. They look oh, like yeah. actual children. Oh, yeah. Even college children. girls now. Y- yeah, that's true. Fuck, man. We're old. But yeah. I'm just saying, you know, long story short, um, I think well, that I, I have noticed teenagers are gross. Because, uh, <laughs> They're fucking disgusting. I've always had a, I've always had a thing for um, like 70s porn. Mm, yeah, and yeah. I was always like, why do I like, why do I like the w- way these women look in the seventies? I mean, first of all, they all have regular normal breasts and I, I love that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Long, the, straight the, hair. The other thing, Styling was good back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing I noticed is their faces look like more adult. like adult women. Like, look like, like adults. I think like the ideal face now is very like big eyed, like kind of roundish, yeah, like, like do- anime like face. Yeah. Yeah, it's like anime shit. Back then it was like more angular and like womanly to me. You know, these women look more women womanly. I even guess, the well, saying, I but... think the weird the anime influence has done like a weird thing to styling cuz like even when you look at like young pop stars like Ariana Grande or something like she looks weird to me she's got yeah, like weird like metallic weird. makeup and and like and way too many extensions yeah and, and yeah. they look so, very they look robotic like a, like a weird porcelain doll they look like cartoons they look like they yep. look like a figurine and it is kind of like you know yeah it's weird to like want to Selena look like Gomez a dakimakura the... body pillow yeah. but people do it it's their kink you know and as long as it's all legal and you're not fucking kids i'm, I'm all for it i just think that like teenagers are disgusting they don't know how to clean themselves yeah and oh like, i sure do. i sure do. totally and and so like i can't like the 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 idea of fantasizing at like actually being attracted to someone who was who looked like a high schooler you just be like oh just imagine the 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 smells and like just that's it's just gross it's gross to me um hairy pussies they don't know that it's a lot of hairy pussies blah. they don't want to say that well no i don't period, care about... period stains in the panties yeah i'm just talking about like actual doo-doo in their butts <laughs> okay like sure. still doo-doo. yeah probably probably doo-doo well i like a little probably doo-doo in the doo-doo. butt just so i know that's a butt you know no no doo-doo in the butt yeah i'm talking about not in like the butt little... on the butt on the butt still oh, okay. i like a little hint of a, a smell of something now <laughs> the fuck <laughs> Yeah, this is. I like a get a little just like kapow, just you a, know? a sweet song of doo doo. Speaking of which, yeah, so... and then when you stick your tongue, on it, it's like a just like a like a bat, like a you stick your tongue on a battery and it just gives you a little zing. Jeez. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, on yeah. a nine volt. Mm. Sure, sure. So uh, what happened with Corey? Feldman? Oh, see, now I feel like we were too pervy in the last segment. It's going to be weird yeah. if I, I push this one right up against. Why? It. What happened? Yo, let's go, dude. This is get... end times, bro. You can do. You can do. Nobody's going to judge you. Okay, so he so he kickstarted a movie about sexual abuse. Like, yeah, uh, he claims that he couldn't get anyone to finance it, and that it was going to be part of the Me Too thing, and he was going to name names because there is this cabal of sexual predators, which. <clears throat> I'm sure. I like. I think that's partly true. But like, did you read yeah. the thing about uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's show? What uh, you know, his Showtime show. I forget what it's oh, yeah, called. Yeah, this this is uh, this is America. Or who is America? Yeah, who is America? So when he, you know, how he played that like weird uh, like Italian fashion designer guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was like in character <clears throat> as this uh, creepy like old Italian fashion designer. Yeah, and uh, and he like got like a the maitre d at some fancy hotel and he kind of like 
intimated that he'd had like an accident with a young boy and like needed to get rid of him oh yes yes and then like and the major d was like going along with it like he was gonna actually help him yeah and so sasha baron cohen was like what the fuck did i just discover here (laughs) and he like tried to report it to the cops and they like didn't care and didn't do anything whoa that's so fucking crazy yeah it's like sasha baron cohen is like (laughs) it's weird that like in general i think comedy is bad and doesn't help but Sasha Baron Cohen is like one of the outliers where I'm like, yeah. the stuff he does, it it actually because it's real people, it actually does. Oh, like, he just dis- he discovers things about them that they don't want and, known, and things and about, about society yes, yeah. that you're just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So anyway, that's the background on the Feldman's movie. So then he was like, he tried to have a a premiere of this movie and. And uh, supposedly it was it was meant to be like a premiere and then a simultaneous online release for all the Kickstarter people and anyone who had like helped to finance it. Um, and so I guess so first he showed up late and then and then they couldn't get the streaming to work. So there was like, you know, 40 minutes of dead time, like trying to get the streaming service to work. This is them trying to stream the movie he made. Yeah. Why didn't you bring a hard copy? So they so eventually well because they were trying to do it at the same time mm. so eventually they just started the movie like for the people who were actually at the premiere yeah um, and then and so this whole article in the L.A. Times is just about this disastrous premiere and how weird it was okay um, not about the movie so the movie part it's partly about the movie in the movie Feldman discloses details about the sexual abuse he says he suffered as a child he also alleges that Corey Haim faced similar abuse most notably at the hands of actor Charlie Sheen. Haim was 13 when he met Sheen, who was 19 at the time, on the set of the 1985 film Lucas. Uh, this wasn't like a one-time thing Haim said in passing. It wasn't like, oh, by the way, this happened. He went into great detail, Feldman says in the movie. He told me, Charlie bent me over between the two trailers and put Crisco oil in my butt and raped me in broad daylight. Oh, my God. Anybody could have walked by. Anybody could have seen it. Uh, Holy shit. So Sheen's publicist denies it. And then uh, Corey Haim's family also says that they didn't see anything. Uh, I would have known if anything was wrong, Judy Haim said. My kid hid nothing. He was like transparent. He never hid anything. He was Corey. It's out of character. That's number one. When my son was 13, he's not going to go and ask Charlie Sheen to go and sleep with him. What the um, fuck? So, you know, take e- even, it for what... Even so, like, it, it, it's, it's weird Dude, to even... And you don't... The craziest part is what Crisco paid for that product placement. <laughs> Come on! Come on! Come on! Joe. Yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, so, the allegation would have likely been discussed during a panel scheduled to follow the documentary premiere. But at... Come on, Joe. Joe, are you, come on, are come you pissing or is that cum? Sorry. Is that straight cum? <laughs> oh. Sorry. I think you guys would hear that. Hey, these AirPods are sensitive. Wow. Uh, But after the film's credits, Feldman walked back to the front of the theater and told the room he felt it was inappropriate to move forward with the question and answer section. Uh, I am just a bit lost as to what we do next, and I guess we have to figure it out, he said, as some scoffed from their seats. Feldman went on to explain that the E! News journalist, who was supposed to moderate the panel, had been forced to drop out by the network two hours before the event. He said he was also frustrated with the Associated Press, which he said backed out of a live interview on Monday after watching an embargoed copy of the film. Embargoed? What is... Oh, oh, oh. As in, you're not supposed to watch it? Yeah, yeah. Usually when you go to a screening, they tell you, like, you can't can't publish your coverage 
until this, after until after a certain yeah date. yeah yeah uh, okay, so then uh, he urged the remaining moviegoers to head to the Sunset Strip, where free pizza and potato skins awaited at the Rainbow Bar and Grill. Prior to attending the party, however, Feldman was supposed to complete interviews with some members of the press. But 20 minutes after the documentary was over, Feldman was nowhere to be found. Hmm. Did Corey leave? He just left me with all the press. I'm done, his publicist, Samantha Warranch, who once dated Haim and is featured in the film, vented with a few F-bombs as she searched for Feldman. Uh, Orange offered to share her car over to the rainbow with me, promising she could help track down Feldman there. While Ron, Jeremy, and Crystal Heffman were camped out in booths, however, Feldman was nowhere to be found. Uh, so then, so then his publicist is like threatening to quit this entire time, uh, and then and then he finally shows up super late. And uh, sorry, there's a quote that that Joe sent me. Uh, uh, Sammy, can I get some food? He asked. I want the food that I paid for. I paid for all this food and I don't see it anywhere. I want the damn potato skins. <laughs> One of the security guards swiftly obtained the skins. <laughs> As I said, the most important thing is victims finding the courage to speak their truth, Feldman continued, biting into a potato. <sighs> what hackers are doing right now, he also blamed this whole thing on hackers. Like he says, hackers uh, shut down the <laughs> streaming, which maybe yeah, awesome. the fucking did. Okay, so can I just say, what is this article? What is it? How does it start? I mean, what is the, the title of this it's article? It's basically a fucking, this whole thing's a fucking disaster and no one knows what to make of it, which has been the story of Corey Feldman uh, the entire time. So it's called, so we can read the headline. If you it's want. called Inside Corey Feldman's Wild Screening of His Sexual Abuse Film as It Went Off the Rails. Okay, so... Here's Dude, also read the read the the people in attendance. It's quite a celebrity guest list. I I saw the Ron everybody Jeremy. Everybody you it, everybody you met. It's like Ron Jeremy, Dave Navarro, Cindy Hefner. Uh-huh. I mean, it's like the weirdest fucking D level celebrities okay. that you'd all expect to be friends with Corey Feldman. Okay, okay, but can I just say that like the the idea that this story is relegated to kind of being what is this this is basically a hit piece well, on, no, on, that's on the, the story but that's been on, the story of this the entire time is that everybody's like oh shit Corey Feldman's about to dish some dirt and you're like I can't we can't refute these allegations these sound like something that we should all take seriously so and, then it, just, and then it all turns into this like nightmarish LA like reality TV fucking disaster and so well, all, dude, the, well, all the yeah, journalists are just newspaper? like this is the fucking LA Times, which, by the way, I would the LA Times. Yeah, I would not put the LA. I wouldn't put it past them to be like, okay, so these incredibly serious allegations against Charlie Sheen here uh, and other are, people and I... other people, uh, you know, big people in Hollywood are being, you know, uh, premiered. Uh, let's. I don't know. It just to me, it feels like I think it, it sounded just, like oh, dude, an honest you, dispatch let me from ask that this. event. Uh, it, maybe let it's, me an, ask you it's this. an honest dispatch from the event, but I just there's like part of me that goes like, uh, are we? We're doing a what's her name? We're, we're we're treating him like Rose McGowan, and here's the thing: I understand Rose McGowan is you know got uh, emotional issues or whatever the fuck, but she also was right about yeah. everything. She was also completely right well it's like we can't like she talked about well, you know being we... followed and like fucking like like she sounds 
like a mad person before you realize that Harvey Weinstein actually did have like former Mossad contractors right. going after people. Yeah, well, that's the problem. Is like all these, uh, you know, we expect. There's no happy medium between like pointing out that Corey Feldman mm-hmm. might be crazy, and uh, and then pu- and then on the other side like putting him on some crazy pedestal. Yeah, where, right. Where Obviously, it's like, it's where like we think he's going to be like the perfect spokesperson and I, hero. I mean, he's clearly not. I mean, he's clearly got problems, but also he was clearly abused. Right. No, it's like <laughs> abuse so, fucks you up. So of course they're not going to be. They're not going to be the perfect reliable narrator. Especially as a child, it's just like to me that is just so. It's like. And also, you know, this is coming from what has been for me like a few years now of just looking at uh, a lot of print media and also TV media as like just part of the evil machinery of pedophiles. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm not like a fucking... Do do you guys think that it's an accident that the LA Times is owned by Del Monte Foods, which manufactures Crisco? (laughs) Mm. They're trying to bury them. <laughs> they don't want to come in out that their fucking product is mostly meant for having sex with child stars. Is one of the top ten favorites of pedophiles. Yeah, no, you know you're it's probably favored right. Favored by fr- pe- pedophiles. It, it all connects. Seven out of ten pedophiles pick it in a blind case test. <laughs> They don't want to fucking. They don't want you knowing that. They don't want you knowing. I we're gonna get canceled for this. No, I don't want to get canceled. Listen, this is a comedy podcast. Um, Joe, we did have some questions for I you. Think from during the, the during the apocalypse, I think you know it's it's like it's like you know how like there's like debt forgiveness. Yeah, we're I we're calling a, 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 a halt. Yeah, there's a halt to all cancellations and yeah, cancelings. Yeah. We're we're allowed to not pay our rent, mm-hmm. and also uh, we get free healthcare, and no one gets canceled. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those, them's the rules, dude. That's what happens when you spend you know all your days in quarantine. You just start walking around the house talking about Crisco rape and Pita Dinkurich, and like <laughs> you just can't fucking you know you just walk. You look in the mirror and you go no more black person, and you can't. <laughs> You can't stop yourself. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, I mean, but yeah, it, it, this would go a lot of, uh, I think it would be easier to swallow if we had just had one woman or like one minority involved right now. It would all be okay. But the fact that it's three white dudes definitely. Yeah, I mean, what, I mean, you know, I think even then, I think even then it would be, everyone would get canceled. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. The point is, is, all I'm saying is that fucking, you know, Corey Feldman is... Crisco. I'm trying yeah, oh, to sorry. say Corey Feldman <laughs> is... He just has a... Why is it Crisco? Like, I don't know on, why. Dude. Forget the Crisco, Crisco, Joe. Why would he go brand name? Forget the Why Crisco. not just say vegetable oil? Well, because Crisco, you know... Well, it's... Crisco is solid at room temperature, which would make it uh, you know, oh, useful. Oh, my God. But forget the Crisco and... Focus on the conspiracy for a second. I really can't forget the Chris code. That's the part of the article where I just go, what? That's crazy. It is crazy. Like Charlie Sheen is this big movie star and he's <laughs> stopping off at Kraft Foods to grab Crisco or Kraft, whatever they call Kraft, Kraft services. services. Yeah. Which you work in. Yeah. He goes by the Roach Coach and says, what do you got? Let me, let me take a look back there. Hey, hand me that bottle. Oh, well, anyways. All right. Well, uh, we got to pivot from that. 
which which is good because I got another good story. Ooh, um, got some let's, put a, let's put a pin in that. Put a pin in that. Let's we'll table that. that for let's now. table that for now. Yeah. So we do have. There's a big Fiona Apple interview in the New Yorker this week. For Fiona Apple? Yeah. And how oh she, man, how I haven't she, heard from Fiona Apple in a while. Well, well, so she used to date Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh yeah, I knew that. And then she dated Jonathan Ames, who oh, yeah. is the favorite uh, favorite writer of mine. Yeah. Uh, oh, Jonathan Ames did the uh, Bored to Death. Bored to Death. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, yeah. it bugged me. Oh, no, that, that was one of the best shows ever. That was I a great show. That. It actually bugged me that they cast Jason Schwartzman. Me as, too. Because one of the things I liked about Jonathan Ames is because he's like, he's like a weird uh, intellectual uh, sex creep, and he, and he's also <laughs> like he's also into sports, and so. I'm like, okay, finally, like this guy, uh, this guy gives like a different idea of what writers are like. And then they cast like the most nebbishy, like the most nebbishy uh, midget fucking dude who's exactly like every stereotype of a writer already. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, well, now you just erased erased half of the cool things. I think you're doing anti-Semitic dog whistles right now and I don't appreciate it. Okay, sure. But um, I think Jonathan Ames is Jewish too, but. Well, right. But uh, no, I. um, (laughs) So you should be on my side of it. I'm on your side of it. I completely agree. My problem with Jason Schwartzman isn't that he's nebbishy. My problem with it is that I know he's Hollywood royalty and I hate him. And I hate everything he's in. And I think he's not a good actor, and he's not funny. And um, I he think was good that, in Rushmore because he was playing himself. I think like I'm clearly, you know, uh, you know, someone who doesn't advocate for things like gulags. But I think <laughs> every Coppola, no, oh, no matter how dare you, where on the family tree they should have wow. to go to a re-education oh, camp. So no Nick Cage, no Nick Cage, no Lost in Translation, no Lost in Translation, no. I, I, think I don't know who other, uh, what other Coppolas there are. Francis Ford. Sure. I'm just saying, they go there for a little bit and... They learn how to not be so Italian? And they have to learn how to be not so Italian. Is that so what you're saying? Italian. Uh, is it because isn't Schwartzman, he's also a Coppola, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm just talking... I mean, maybe this is just a long way to get to Jason Schwartzman. <laughs> yeah. And I figure, well, let's just throw out the whole family. Throw out, you know, the baby with the bathwater. Sure, sure. Sure. Anyways, um, uh, so Fiona Apple. Fiona Apple. She dated uh, the best of the New York Jonathan writers. Yeah, Jonathan Ames. She dated Paul Thomas Anderson. She says he was kind of a dick bag. Really? Uh, but then she has this one, just no. great. Uh, she's got one great. Uh, Paul Thomas Tarantino Anderson? anecdote a, in this. Does Does she say why PTA is a dick? Well, bag? they dated when he was in his twenties, and apparently, I don't know. He just sounded he's probably like famous Hollywood guy. He's probably doing a bunch of coke. He's probably a dick bag at the time. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Oh, well, she also dated. But I love him. Uh, Louis C.K. Apparently, or was friends with Louis. Yeah, briefly involved with the comedian Louis C.K. Oh my god! Wow. So yeah, um, I gotta say, like, weird. Yeah, yeah. Louis is one yeah. of those people who I'm just like, I know comedy can make you attractive, but not that attractive you know like <laughs> yeah it can't do that much work. it can't do that much <laughs> yeah. heavy lifting like you have to at least be interesting ugly yeah i mean but my favorite anecdote in this is the one about tarantino uh apple doesn't consider herself an alcoholic but for years she drank vodka alone every night until she passed out well that's <laughs> sure that sounds like an alcoholic uh when she'd walk by the freezer she'd reach for a sip for her the first step towards sobriety was simply being conscious of that impulse she had quit cocaine years earlier after spending one excruciating night at Quentin Tarantino's house, listening to him, <laughs> <laughs> listening to him and Anderson brag. 
Quote, every addict should just get locked in a private movie theater with QT and PTA on Coke, and they'll never want to do it again. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like my dream. Oh, Oh, I don't know. I feel like Tarantino is such a... uh, Oh, I such, can't he's, imagine he's so, him like, on cocaine. As a person, he's a lot sober. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, yeah, I, I don't. I know right. nothing about Paul Thomas Anderson's personality. I, yeah, I, he always seemed cool. I, I like to assume he's that he's rad Rudolph because he's know. married to Maya Rudolph, and his movies are the best movies. Yeah, but um, just Quentin Tarantino on cocaine talking at you. Holy fuck! With another movie director. With another movie director. Holy shit! How many times do you think they said mise en scène in like a three minute period? <laughs> uh. Holy fuck! Oh, that is, I mean, you know what? That that should be part of Narcotics Anonymous. <laughs> they should, yeah. They should just yeah, show oh, you want to do some coke? You're going to have to do the whole bag with Quentin yeah, yeah. Tarantino talking <laughs> movies at you. Ugh, ugh. I, I, I still, I would like more detail on why PTA is bad. Okay, there's, all right, so I'll go back to that part. You know, because I'm just saying. Um, so, uh, let me, all right. Uh, Anderson, ha- oh. Here we go. Um, the singer and the director became an it couple. Their work rippling with mutual influences. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the romance was painful and chaotic. They snorted cocaine and gobbled ecstasy. Apple drank heavily. Hey, when they Most... describe uh, ecstasy in ways that make it sound like food, yeah, like yeah, eating weird. or gobbling, yeah. it's just like took. Yeah. Uh, mostly, she told me, he was coldly critical, contemptuous in a way that left her fearful and numb. Apple's parents remember an awful night when the couple took them to dinner and were openly rude. Apple backs this up. We both attended that dinner as little fuckers. Uh, in the lobby, her mother asked Anderson why Apple was acting this way. He snapped, ask yourself, you made her. Jesus Anderson had a, had a temper. After attending the 1998 Academy Awards, he threw a chair across the room. Apple remembers telling herself, fuck, this is not a good relationship. She took a cab to her dad's house, but returned home the next day. In 2000, when she was getting treatment for OCD, her psychiatrist suggested that she do volunteer work with kids who had similar conditions. Mm -hmm. Apple was buoyant as Anderson drove her to an orientation at UCLA's occupational therapy ward, but he was fuming. He screeched up to the sidewalk, undid her seatbelt, and shoved her out of his car. What the fuck? She fell to the ground, spilling her purse in front of some nurses she was going to be working with. At parties, he'd hiss harsh words in her ear, calling her a bad partner while behaving sweetly on the surface. She'd tear up, which, she thinks, made her look unstable to strangers. Anderson, through his agent, declined to comment. What the fuck? No. Anderson didn't didn't hit her, Apple said. He praised her as an artist. Uh, Well, he pushed her out of a car. Yeah, you know, but they were all coked up and doing ecstasy. Yeah, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to believe it. He's, just a, he's married to Maya Rudolph, who seems pretty like she, she wouldn't seems... be dating an abusive guy. But uh, that's a complete speculation. Yeah, but I'm I mean, really I good at speculating. I mean, <laughs> he's young and doing drugs. I now I'm just making excuses for him. Listen, you gotta separate yeah. the art from the artist. You know, <laughs> just everyone... well, they were also dating during Magnolia, which is my least favorite of his movies. Okay, I got you there. Maybe uh, he just got too Dude, like you guys have never shoved a woman out of a car? (laughs) (laughs) Please. No. 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 No, I guess I've never done it. (laughs) But it does sound pretty close to... It's not hitting... Yeah, that but doesn't says, seem like that doesn't seem like a, a loophole. Though. I mean, dude, like, yeah. I didn't hit her. I just shoved, shoved me out of the car. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like I don't know. We're fighting. How... I would be like, oh, then, then we're fighting now. Yeah, no, that's 
it's I guess it's not hitting, but that is pretty bad. Holy fuck! Like all of the like anger and the I mean, hissing and it stuff. It wasn't a moving car. We'll give them that. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. she, she fell. That's true. Out of a car. If she falls and drops her purse, you know, it had to be bad. Oh my god! Well, you know, I'm gonna just forget those words and move on with my. Well, life. like I said. That's how uh, it Magnolia is canceled. I like to think he was over it by the time he made some of his better movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's a good way of looking at yeah. it. Let's cancel Magnolia specifically. I'll cancel, I'll cancel Magnolia specifically. Okay. And I'll still watch I'll, Boogie I'll, Nights. Can and, I cancel uh, Hard 8 too? What was that one? That's the first one. I never hey, saw it. Hey, I just that thought one. of something. I never saw it either. Uh-oh. So it's easy to cancel. What'd you, what, think, what'd of? you think of? Is it about rape? I, I, no, no, no. I was just thinking, what if we didn't we forgot but was charlie sheen maybe a spokesperason for crisco oh back then so I he had was, a lot of extra product i knew it was gonna they be were just sending him, they were I sending him boxes <laughs> that were sitting around his trailer just boxes of it why do you want to ruin our careers too though yeah do you ever on. ask yourself <laughs> joe we got some questions from the emails well can i ask before okay, we get okay. into the emails sure I don't know um, why you'd want to I was thinking ask about, anything. Well, I was thinking about, you know, Joe um, and relating him in a little bit to Bernie Sanders. But do you think that, like, do you think that Bernie Sanders is like the Joe Sinclitico of the Democratic Party in a way? Oh, he's just trying to get them all canceled? Well, right, where, like, he, like, like, people don't want to endorse him or whatnot because they're just like... Too much of a loose cannon, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, like we don't know who he's gonna offend. You don't know. You don't know what he's gonna say next. And he might offend someone who gives us money. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That is that is the root of it. it that's what. That's the root of it. Yeah. So like people are like, I gotta be. I gotta you know be protective of my career, so I can't be seen with yeah. Bernie Sanders. And that's kind of like Joseph. I think that's true. He's the Bernie Sanders of comedy. <laughs> Well, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a compliment. Yeah, it just means I, it means you're the realest one. Interesting. I'm just saying it's like you are specifically keeping it more real but I, than the I rest guess, of us. I shows. guess I, I guess I, I mean, I guess I think that there's some guys out there that are like even fucking wilder than me. But maybe no, like but they, you're they're simply. You're There's honest. definitely guys that have bigger careers than me. Like I've never thought they're wilder than the you, reason... but but your heart. We can tell your heart's in the right place. Yeah, and Bernie Sanders has a huge career too. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm saying you're you're yeah. you're, you're like all I'm I'm not saying that you're relegated to some like niche corner or something like that because like Bernie Sanders is. I'm saying that like you know you speak truth to power. And... <laughs> And like, <laughs> and some people can't handle it. No, no, no. I, but it. I, I was totally, I was making it like a, a different point, which was, I know, obviously I say crazy shit, but I've never thought that was the reason that I wasn't more successful because <laughs> I've looked at dudes who are more successful that say just as crazy shit, if not crazier shit. So it's obviously something else no, that's holding me back. I, I would say uh, maybe laziness, wanting to stay home a lot. Here's the way I look at it. We're actually crushing it and everything's fine. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we got some emails. All right. If you guys will permit me. Which means it's time for the song. Your advice is always bad, but tell me more about your dad. Oh, God, I am afraid to die. The emails. Vince Hayes, art. 
Yeah. Uh, so, Joe, we got a question for you. Um, oh, wow. Hey, Frotsman. Here's some f- softballs to toss up for Joe if you need some hashtag content. Uh, one, can you run us through Hard Lunch, how it came to be, what the fuck is happening, and why it only has 700 views? What is Hard Lunch? Oh, the oh the thing that Bobby made. Oh, got it. Uh, dude, I don't know why it, uh, more people didn't like. It. I thought it was funny. Vince, you liked it. Yeah, you? no, I loved it. Bobby and you are you like the perfect it, right? combination. You guys should I do s- more stuff do, together. Do, have I seen Hard Lunch? It's like where the girls doing the uh, the fucking spaghetti and Joe like runs through a wall. I don't think I runs through it. a window or something. It's I need to see it on I the run phone. Through, I run through a wall pissing while I'm pissing. <laughs> It's really enjoyable. I'm pissing all o- I'm pissing all over the place, and then I run through a wall. Walls still pissing, and there's piss squirting everywhere. Uh-huh. I need to see it. I I mean, I guess you just need to. Are you gonna do? Are you guys gonna do more? Or you guys should do more. Yeah, dude. I mean, now's the we're time. Do we're gonna do like an update um, of uh, the you know Clifford the Big Red Dog, uh-huh. but uh-huh. it's just gonna be like. Uh, a really tall Armenian boy, mm. and he fucking. <laughs> I have nothing. <laughs> I just I just popped <laughs> That was basically uh, what's the fucking. That was basically a bad lip. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. No, I liked it. it no. Yeah. Started off good. I want to. I want to. Like we. Uh, we. We. We always. Uh, he's actually done a couple things um, that have had my. Uh, my fiance and them that were actually really fucking funny too. Like he just everything he did. I'm always like, let's do more stuff. But like, he just, he's in school right now. So he's shooting a bunch of stuff. And before that, he was always like, he had a really crazy job, Wait, but like Bobby's in school. We tried to, but yeah, I mean, he, we obviously like our, our senses of humor sync up pretty, pretty. Wait, wait, Bobby hackers in school well. right now. It, like he, like, he's... yeah, he's getting some, He's getting some sort he's an editor. Okay. So he's getting some, he's getting some type of certification that, you know, would, I guess, bolster his credentials and, yeah. uh, hopefully, you know, get him into the, the, the union of the editors. I, I, oh. I believe, you know, he, he doesn't want to right now. He like edits commercials and stuff, but yeah, he yeah. doesn't want to do that. And, I, and honestly, I think, yeah, like he's, he's way more talented than that. He yeah. should be. I mean, he shot, you should see that video. He shot it on a fucking iPhone. Yeah. And then edited it, edited it in like a fucking day. I mean, and it's, it looks better than like I short, you know, some other short films I've seen where people like have full fucking crew. Yeah. That people yeah. made it with hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And it's literally, he was all by himself and Damn. it was just two actors and he still, and that's what he got. Yeah. Uh, we got another one. Uh, this is an update on the clingy coworker that uh, this guy emailed us about oh, a while yeah. back. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, hey, Frauders. It's been almost a year since I last provided an update on my crazy coworker story. Yeah. The one who tried to get me to move in with him and told me he'd quit drinking for me during all oh. during our first conversation. Oh, I remember. Uh, in the past wow. year... I took your advice and told him that I don't want to hang out outside of work, although I balked at telling him the why. 
this was probably an error on my part because while he doesn't text me as much anymore, he has started walking up behind me while I have conversations with coworkers or customers and massaging my shoulders. Oh my God. He recently asked if I hate him and I, <laughs> and I bluntly responded yes, which he attributed to sarcasm. Oh. <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell if I'm better off with him thinking this or not. However, the reason I'm giving you all an update is because I recently learned some new information that gives the story a whole new insane angle. My boss recently put in her two weeks, and a bunch of us went out for drinks to celebrate. After a few rounds, I filled her in on these goings-on. Another coworker, who we'll call Steve, overheard, stopped in his tracks, and said, Wait, he did that to you too? Yup. Our mutual friend... Patterns, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Patterns. Oh, yeah. Our mutual friend had always told me that Steve was his closest friend besides me, and I'd never thought anything of it. Apparently, Steve had been in the same boat as me, the object of his fixation and, quote, friendship. During their second conversation, he had pitched Steve on getting matching tattoos and has constantly pestered him to go on a road trip together. I'm honestly shocked that it's been a year and a half now, and I hadn't realized that the other friendships he'd mentioned were also some weird cable guy situation. To be honest, I can't tell if I'm relieved or insulted that this is a recurring pattern for him. I feel a little less special now. Oh, well, at least I won't be alone on the skin suit. Anyway, <laughs> thought you'd enjoy the newest twist on the story. Enjoy quarantine. Travis. I, the crazy thing is, is that he's still a coworker, you know, is that he's still there and like having to go into work every day, knowing that this guy is there just ready to massage your shoulders. Can I be real, though? Um, the massaging of the shoulders is a new angle that uh had i known that that was something that he was willing to do back when the first email came i'd be like okay here's what you're gonna do you're you're not gonna go out with him you're gonna start blocking his texts um but you're gonna be nice to him at work and then accept the shoulder massages because honestly i if hitler started massaging my shoulders (laughs) yeah i would be like Okay, keep going. I am softening you up for the oven. Yeah, even if you said said all that. Oh, like, you're getting so you're getting so stringy. You could call me every <laughs> you could call me every racial slur in the book. If you your massage, two shoulders, they are getting stringy. Yeah, if you massage my shoulders, my we back, don't want the eczema to clog the exhaust pipes. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> I'm just saying. I love hey, I love a neck massage. I do too, and I don't mind. I absolutely have no issue having a man massage me if he's oh. going to do it for free, yeah. like a hundred percent. Go 100%, for it. Yeah. But, but I was going to ask you guys, what is the most ridiculous um, email that you've gotten where it's like COVID that's got, you know how you get like a hundred COVID emails right yeah. now? Yeah. 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 And it's just like, it'll be like, I'll, it, I got one from like a guy I took a golf lesson from like a year and a half ago <laughs> yeah. where he's like, and I'm like, dude, I know I'm. Not, it's cool. Like, I wasn't gonna come to you for a oh, yeah, yeah. golf lesson, or like a yoga studio, like mm-hmm. saying, "Hey, yes. we're closed." Like, I know I didn't. I yeah. can. Hey, fu- no, it's shit that I bought on you Amazon. It'll be me. like, it'll be like, "Hey, it's Josh over at Ham Lovers." And I'm like, okay, I bought a fucking, yeah. I bought an Embarico ham. Like, I bought three years a ago. Goddamn ham! And now you won't leave me alone about coronavirus. Yeah. Um, I got so a week ago. Um. I got an email from Burke Williams Spa saying, hey, just so everyone knows, uh, we are COVID-19 free and we are taking all steps and precautions possible to make sure that you will have a great spa experience. Everything is clean. Get yourself a massage. And I remember thinking to myself, like, this is so irresponsible. (laughs) I can't think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
like in terms of like how you would contract <laughs> fucking coronavirus a spa seems fairly high up yeah. there i mean you're talking about people's like touching other people's sweat you're talking about uh, someone massaging putting oils on them multiple people like literally i gotta all, think the oil all, makes your skin more receptive to the virus uh, possibly and, and like literally sex workers are all just camming now because they're like oh fuck this so you're telling me that fucking yeah. masseuses are, are like no we're, we're fine like that is insane masuai masseurs Masuri. Dude, everybody's gonna be camming pretty soon. Yeah, all of the Berkeley staff. To, we're all gonna have to cam. I mean, that's, that's gonna right. be the we new are, that's reality. Reality. We kind of are. Isn't that what we're doing already? We are. This is yeah. just our version of camming. Oh yeah. Um, and also, right. it's like embarrassing, not because we're showing our assholes to like <laughs> strange dudes, yeah. but because we're just like telling we're being we're giving too much information about yeah ourselves. we're making jokes about crisco yeah exactly exactly i'm in fact what we i do, wasn't dude i was dead serious okay go ahead <laughs> what we do is so much worse than camming uh, um but uh and also yesterday i got an email from burke williams that said uh we are closed oh, that's, <laughs> dude, that's good that's, yeah that's a good update uh, but i do love that they yeah. tried to convince people like no nah, covid can't spread here because it's a relaxing place <laughs> just yeah. like please stop trying to kill i've people. never I've, I've never seen so many people in denial i mean it's really and they always like for for weeks it was like they were falling on one side where it was like this is just gonna be nothing it's gonna pass yeah. for people just being like this is the fucking end of the world. Give yeah. me all the toilet well, that's paper. The problem. And, and, it, yeah. It's hard to tell nowadays. Well, Cause it's like, if you aren't on Twitter watching like the second by second updates, you're like, well, I remember when Trump said it was fine, like two days ago. Right. And not only that, or, or yeah. you just kind of like, you know, you, you go outside and people are still walking around and no one, no one, you know, is sick and all yeah. that stuff. So you're just like, I'm not sure if this is like people just hyperventilating over nothing or if this is real. And now I'm like, yeah, it's just pretty fucking real, dog. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, we it leaves us open to a very interesting time. I think that um, one thing here's a uh, a task for all the fraught listeners out there. Um, I need y'all to start recommending um, some good streaming movies vegetable oils not vegetable oils uh (laughs) movies and and tv shows because i think we got to just start reviewing fucking what everyone else's coronavirus viewing is yeah you know of course like what are the big things we're all watching in the age of corona of course so like let us know hey you know new new we got a netflix thing we got a email about that oh well let's hear it uh hey are you guys watching dave the show by lil dicky on fx oh no i haven't seen i feel like the third episode was written by matt eating ass fucking a silicone butt spitting in mouths all it was missing was a big mouth billy bass damn any anyway the entire time i was watching all i could think of was matt thanks for all you guys do cooper so um i haven't seen the show but um when i saw eight million promos for the show yeah i saw promos for it but i also saw a music video recently i've seen a lot of little dicky music videos and to be honest uh i like him and i, I think didn't he's yeah very funny. i only his, uh, my the promos were my first experience of him um and i just saw a music video that he did uh called pillow talk mm-hmm. uh that my friend showed me and you know i'm at this point in my career um and in my life where if someone sends my me, life my life uh someone sends me comedy i'm just like no no thank nah. you yeah, just not interested. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. Totally. I don't care. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I'm not like. Have you, have you seen this special? I'm like, no, no. no I, I will not watch it. But I watched 
pillow talk and it is it's just he's he's funny as fuck he's hilarious and which, it's like which which is pillow talk pillow talk is the one where he has sex with a girl and then uh afterwards they just start talking and uh it, wait is this a is this a mo- this is a movie no no it's like a it's a music video and it's like a really long one it's like this it, it's it's almost kind of got a like hip-hop opera type thing oh, from, from little dicky from little dicky yeah so yeah. It, it's it's on youtube um it's like nine or ten Santino's minutes long. on that what's that oh i was just saying andrew santino's on that show and he's really funny oh i haven't seen the show i want to i i do want to watch he's the redhead yeah. guy right yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah. santino is great he's he's uh we should have him on the podcast okay we okay. should get joe santino you me and make it just like the whitest cast we possibly can <laughs> yeah we need yeah, someone yeah, else yeah. with a red beard on this dude show. yeah by the way i love that like like I, I just it made me think of like uh how like at the beginning of mark Marin's podcast yeah. he's always like i got this letter and my mother's i've been taking care of my mother while she suffers with cancer and i just want to let you know that your podcast means so much to me and your guys letters like i watched a chick shit barf into a fucking dude's dick and i thought immediately of Vince. yeah <laughs> yeah I mean, we've also had very touching letters. Sure, sure. sure. All right. Most so let's from oh, people, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Most from people getting clean. On yeah, heroin, mostly people getting clean. We encourage. Yeah, we encourage people to get clean. Um, but yeah. Uh, anyways, pillow talk by Lil Dicky. Um, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to. It's not that I wanted to not like it because I like Lil Dicky, but I was just like, I had to be pulled kicking and screaming to oh, yeah. watch this any comedy content I, yeah and i was just like yeah oh. that's that's how i am with bo burnham i'm like it's this fucking youtube guy and then everything he does is great yeah yeah annoying. yeah i mean it's it's weird it's like to me it's it's an extra level when you are when you do something that's that funny that's like funny enough that it makes you like the person for me that means like for a general audience, you must be crushing it. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I no, I haven't seen the show, but I want to watch it because right, so Andrew Santino's. We're on. all gonna watch it, and uh, now let's put this thing to bed so I can make uh, my corned beef. And you got to make it a corned beef. I got to make corned beef. I've been holding in a deuce for like thirty-five minutes. All right. Well, we're gonna let you, we're gonna let you uh, just uh, do take a. Hey, shit. I want to let you. I want to just reassure you guys too about getting canceled. I think getting canceled is really. Um, it w- exists based basically because of the news cycle. Uh-huh. And right now the news cycle is completely eaten up. And, um, That's true. you know, That's I just don't be- think there's space for us. We did it at the right time. Um, all right. Well, thanks everybody. Frogcast at gmail.com. Uh, Joe Sinclitico, where can people find you? Oh, you know, well, he just hung up. Did, did he hang up? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you got disconnected. Frogcast at gmail.com. Uh, Patreon.com slash Frogcast. Uh, telling you right now, a lot more Patreon uh, bonus episodes are going to be coming out while we're in quarantine. Uh, we should think of a clever title for our coronavirus mm-hmm, uh, quarantine mm-hmm. pods. Sure. Uh, so if you have any clever shit, let us know. Frogcast at gmail.com. Vince, what's a Google voice number? 415-275-0030. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, good night. And why'd you eat your beans? Oh man, we got-